Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast. Podcast, I'm Eric. And I'm Spencer. And today, we're talking the new Indiana Jones. Very, very cool. Very adventure-y. <laughs> um, I appreciate that theme song. Uh, that you have uh, done the jingle for, only because it is rarely yeah. heard in this new movie, which I will discuss a little bit later. But that's true. Yeah, yeah actually, I was like, "Whoa, wow. where, where is it?" There's like tiny you know, hints of it here and there, and it's not. So very I was on the, I had a caption screening. Oh, okay. Which they could make the text a little smaller. <laughs> it's for deaf people, not for blind people, and like, I just think. Like, it's a little distracting at first. Mm-hmm. I always get used to it. It's not a big deal at all. But I am recalling a moment where it said, like, Indiana Jones theme plays. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of only remember seeing that once. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> then there's, like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll, 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 we'll get into in it. We'll get into it. But, yeah, this is a review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um <laughs> <laughs> perfect oh uh, uh, yeah this is uh this is a big movie i mean it's it's been anticipated for a while harrison ford has talked about returning to indiana jones uh you know during the many press briefings he's done for star wars and he's like i hate star wars but I, i'd love to turn to blade runner and indiana jones those are awesome like, That's all right bro bro all right, okay we get it we get it you hate yeah. you hate han solo you um, like the one that you make the most money on. Yeah, you're probably. the star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. Whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, but of course, this is not the first time he's returned uh, after a long hiatus from the role. We all remember the Kingdom yeah. of the Crystal Skull movie, number four, which, yeah, um, yeah uh, that one came out. Uh, and, and but but he's you back again. the South Park episode that came out around that time about that? No, about no. That I must have missed that. Was it pretty good? It's really crazy. <laughs> it's really wild. Yeah, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are raping Indiana Jones. Oh my goodness, that's very yeah, intense. And it, you know, so it's very very intense. Yeah, and kind of you know an allegory for uh, the way that some individuals feel as though mm-hmm. they handled that film. Uh, yes, I see. Yeah, I would say mostly yeah. George Lucas, but uh, I wouldn't go that far as to say they were. <laughs> Right. sexually assaulting the character of <laughs> the franchise that's a bit extreme yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but all right yeah this he was a little bit older of course in the kingdom of the crystal skull but right now he's like he's 80 years old uh in, he's old, <laughs> yeah bro. in this one now uh we'll kind of talk about some of the uh you know what, what what that means for this movie in a little bit but we'll just go over some general uh information on the film first of course this is directed by James Mangold, who has also done uh, things like Ford versus Ferrari, uh, Logan as well. So some recent uh, recent successes that James Mangold Wait, has has had. I'm seeing screenplay James Mangold, director Daniel Rifke. Uh, no. On Google, <laughs> is Google doing one of? Those? I think Google's doing it, bro. <laughs> Google's doing dog. one of them. Yeah. Because this is a James Mangold film. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, I don't even think James Mangold wrote this one. I think the the writers I have this written down written down as well. Jay Butterworth, John Henry Butterworth, and David 
Keep, I think is yep, how you pronounce it. That's what it. I'm seeing now. <laughs> Kep, I think they Kep, say that Kep. name. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Google Google got you on that one. Uh, they really snatched you uh, on that one. Though, so <laughs> <laughs> I got hoodwinked. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got drive my card. Oh, the infamous drive my car. Um, of course, this is a Lucasfilm production uh, that uh-huh. not everyone thinks Lucasfilm. Everyone thinks Star Wars, but Lucasfilm, of course, owns the the rights to producing Indiana Jones content as well. So yep. there, which is also, of course, owned by Disney, but they are the publishing company. Have no no rights to production, which is you know a topic I that people that it still. Was Disney. People still. Or maybe I didn't know. Well, it, like I you know, saw the trailer. It and says I was Disney. Like, I, as the publishing what? company, because they own it, they don't produce right. the movie. As many people, right? But continue it says to mistake. Disney in the front. That is correct. Yes. So any any yeah. of like you'll get like a you know Warner Brothers or you could, they haven't bought Warner Brothers yet. <laughs> when it used to say Fox yeah, yeah. or anything like that too, yeah. Uh huh. Um, because also they own they own they, and they acquired Paramount many years ago. Um, but Disney, Disney does own Paramount as well, who also do did the uh, wow. Indiana Jones films back in the day. Of course, I think a lot of us remember the uh, cool uh, graphic match uh, in you know the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark and like Last Crusade yeah. stuff, where you see the the Paramount Mountain, and then it kind of does a graphic match into a mountain in the distance or a temple or whatever as well. I think they do that in in, in Crystal Skull in, too, into like yeah, a termite yeah. mound. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if they did. I don't it think in they did temple it in this Doom, one, but. No, they did not do it in in this one. That is correct. Uh, so just disrespectful. For that, just just for that horrible movie. Disrespectful. Some, some people would do that. Do yeah. it with the Disney logo if you want. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, this is of course starring uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge as well, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Antonio Banderas, Ethan Isidore. Uh, budget for this movie an estimated about two hundred ninety five million, rounded up to about three hundred and so. As of uh, me writing down these notes a few days ago, uh, box office was uh, uh, globally just over 130 million. So they're they're on their way to to make their money. It's not making as much as I think they wanted it to. I think there's a lot of other uh-huh. um, you know choices out there, especially for kids, because uh, you can a lot of times people consider Indiana Jones like that's oh, a family adventure movie. I'd say it's a little bit more violent yeah. than just like um, like a National Treasure. Uh, but it's more on like that mummy scale or the classic Indiana Jones. Maybe not as bloody as the classic Indiana Jones uh, trilogy was, but um, the uh, you Still know there, kind there, of there's some yeah a little bit yeah. There's some other movies uh, though that are kind of taking over box office as well as um, you know across the Spider Verse. That's a big one that's still racking up the dollars. I've heard pretty good things about that movie. Um, so you know it's got some competition. Um, Mission Impossible is going to be coming out soon as well, and you know that's going to dominate the box office for a few weeks until Barbie and Oppenheimer get here. So that's looking at the numbers. I think they'll probably make their money back, but maybe not as big of a return as as they were hoping for. Uh, so yeah. you know, things about that. Uh, okay, let's get into the story of this movie. Then this is, of course, Indiana Jones is back. Uh, but before we get to older Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford days. Um, we have to travel mm-hmm. back because the movie opens with a uh, uh, a scene, a sequence, I should say, during the Second World yes. War. So during that time, yes. Indiana Jones and his colleague and best friend Baz Shaw invade a Nazi camp in order to recover stolen items of great historical value. Um, 
And half of the highly coveted Antikythera uh, created by Archimedes was recovered by the two, but not without making an enemy in Dr. Voller, a Nazi doctor and artifact hunter for the German army. Uh, this uh, device is said to have the powers of a god, so obviously why the German army would like to get their hands on it. Um, they love that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it is. it does really take me back. So, so disclosure as well, I, I, after seeing this movie, I rewatched The Last Crusade, and then I watched nice. most of Raiders of the Lost Ark just to kind of get a feel of like, what is it? What does uh-huh. classic Indiana Jones feel like? It's been a while since I've seen those movies, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. anything is... Oh, the Nazis are after some kind of god artifact. It's yeah. yeah. So this is, of course, taking taking it back to more of those classic days instead of like, oh, this alien thing uh, from the fourth movie. Right. So kind of, you know, here and there. But anyway, uh, decades later, though, uh, Shaw Shaw's daughter, Baz Baz Shaw's daughter, Helena, meets up with Doctor Jones, asking him to help her find the other half of the Antikythera. Uh, and finish her father's research. However, of course, they're not the only people looking for it as Dr. Voller and his team will do anything to find and use this Antikythera. So that's the sort of the, uh, the, the plot of this movie. We see our characters going throughout, uh, throughout the world trying to track down and find this device and use it and, and uh, find more maps to, to lead to the ultimate resting place of Archimedes and, you know, use it basically it's time yeah. travel uh in a way driven by science and mathematics of course but uh this is right. a device right. that can <laughs> sort of bend time and you can travel back to uh a certain period of time as well so that's yeah. where this kind of this this story is and you know it's it's very interesting i think one of the when some of these details were getting leaked out not necessarily leaked, but revealed, yeah. I guess, officially revealed. It's like, oh, time travel in Indiana Jones, that's like too crazy. And I'm like, well, right. not really. Right. If you look at the past movies, uh-huh. I think maybe they went a little bit too far with the alien stuff in, in number four. But in number three, there's literally a holy grail that he has healing powers and has kept that that yeah, knight yeah, yeah. in there for like 800 years or whatever. Right, uh, yeah. So it's not it's, really it, too much. It's bro. really not. It's really not. We're, we're kind of taking some, some liberties here, I think. In the Ark of the Covenant, the first movie, is you open it and everybody's face melts. So... I, yeah. I, yeah, I think I think we're okay in terms of uh, yeah. the, the crazy elements of this. Uh, Ridiculousness kind of yeah. or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to... Right now, I'm currently watching the the official trailer mm-hmm. just as to get a little refresher on what the gen pop is, is you know, right, aware right. of. Before we get into any spoilers. Before seeing it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Try to avoid uh, the, old, the old spoils, but yeah, okay. Because, yeah, I guess there's just, like, stuff that, like, kind of like through me that or surprised me mm-hmm. that um yeah now i'm like wait was that just because i didn't watch the trailer good enough mm, i see i see i think i saw the trailer like just during the super bowl and that was like during the super bowl so i can't it's like a sh- like a like a know. like a tv spot uh, teaser or something so not yeah. the not the big official trailer yeah well, yeah i totally get that um Overall, though, what would you say your your uh, your thoughts are of this movie? I dug it. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I enjoyed it. And then afterward, I saw some friends and I said, oh, I just saw a new Indiana Jones. And they were like, what would you think? And I said, I thought it was cool. <laughs> Pretty good. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes, you know, it's not like me thinking of what mm-hmm. to talk about. I just said, 
I like it. It was good. Initial reaction. That's good. Initial reaction. I like it. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yes. Um, yes. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I would have to share the same opinion. I did like this movie. Um, I think it has a length issue, uh, which can be easily uh-huh. shaved down in certain areas. Length uh, issue. It's, yeah. it's like two hours and 35 minutes or something. It, it is uh-huh. a lot longer than it needs to be. Um, however, yeah. I think this is classic adventure movie. It was fun. There's there's yeah. appropriate amounts of comedy in this as well, in accordance with classic Indiana Jones films. Um, it's nice to see Harrison Ford back and and having having a good time in this role. Uh, whatever. I think the new characters are are fun and interesting as well. So I, I quite like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I think um, there are some uh, some things I, I would have not like personally done differently but uh things that's missing in a way but also things that you can take away from the movie like like take it out so i'm excited to kind of jump in and and talk about these certain things but first of all and this is a big not a spoiler anything this is obviously revealed in trailers and whatnot that there is a de-aging element uh to this movie in the in the first sequence what did you think of it yes and so Okay, so that was kind of one of the things I was just trying to ascertain from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, what, how aware was I or should I have been that that's just the first sequence? Yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was gonna because be, I thought it was gonna be a bigger thing in the movie, like throughout. Because you also you know, but, maybe recall the amount of trash I've talked about. Oh, they want to make another Indiana Jones movie, but just if they can de-age him right. for half of it, <laughs> yeah, like just because yeah. they don't want to look at his old face anymore. <laughs> And like that's correct. <laughs> like yeah, so then I thought it was cool. It all looked cool, mm-hmm. but then it was like it looked just a little gel. It looks like there's a layer of gel over his face. Like a little you know, bit, a little rubbery. Like how I how yeah, rubbery I think mm-hmm. is the way people describe it. Yeah, just a little rubbery um and then a little bit distracting at first, but then by the end of that kind of like, you know, first 10 15 minutes whatever i was like okay no nah, this is fine looking yeah and then we're back to 80 year old that's kind of it yeah 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 because yeah. right i yes yeah i think um i think you're right i think that the aging moments look pretty good minimal rubber as i would as i would describe it as well i, I think, think if the whole movie was like that it would have annoyed me sure yeah i think it would be also we know what he looks like you know now and, yeah. and everything but I think um, the only big rubbery moment is a moment where he's running on top of a train and he's kind of like jumping and skipping. And you're like, that's clearly some, yeah, Uh it just doesn't look right there. But it's very quick and it's also a dark uh, scene. So it, you know, it's not really a big deal. His voice sounds old. Okay, I was just about to bring that up. The only issue was the voice. They're using 80 year old Uh grungy Harrison yeah. Ford's voice in the young young face in <laughs> Indiana Jones, and it's so funny because I was like I said I was just watching Last Crusade and I was watching a little bit of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm like, was his voice like that? I don't think so, but I'm watching it. No, it's not. So it's yeah. just old man, it's more regular sounding. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's more age appropriate uh, sounding. You know, right. it kind of reminded me of. Um, we discussed this topic uh, for our Avatar: The Way of Water review was Sigourney Weaver's. Um, 14 year old like body oh yeah and, but her like a little bit of an older voice they did some sort of modulation to to help the voice sound younger but you could still kind of tell it sounded a little old i think i described it as she sounded like a girl who was raised by her grandparents yeah yeah 
So I would say sort of, similar sort of effect on your walk, mind just, with this movie. Yeah, just talking with like an old person cadence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like with a young person's voice. Or you know how Harrison Ford is nowadays. He's kind of like he doesn't even have to open his mouth very much to speak. And this isn't like we're knocking him or anything. This is just what happens when you get older or you just don't care. Who cares? Yeah, yeah it's not you, a big deal. Less, but it's just yeah. you 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 uh, can identify that pretty easily. He's like, well, uh, I'm not going to give it to you. And, and it's yeah. like a super young Harrison <laughs> yeah. Ford face, though. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, okay. It's yeah, barely weird. moving his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Though, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think the de-aging was, was fine. Uh, it, it was, Yeah, it really wasn't a big it deal. It was fine. Too. Yeah, I think the... They must have done a little bit on Mads Mikkelsen as well, or they just made him look extra older, like in in he present looks... time. But right, it, yeah, I wonder which yeah. direction they'd have, or maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both, yeah. But he's, I was like, I feel like, oh, he's still around, huh? When when they went back to like the current time period that they're in, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I guess he's not yeah, that he old, gets... but right, yeah. But I'm, but he did look. Maybe slightly older than Indiana Jones did in that period of the the Second World War. I forget what what, what year it said, but like I don't know, like nineteen thirty nine or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, he looks maybe older. But then in the current time period where we fast forward to, it's like, well, Harrison Ford looks decades older. He's than kind Mads of as Mikkelsen. old as you can be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, Matt Mickelson just looks super like good as as an older guy. Like he's just. He's got, right. he's got some that's good... very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of complexity there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny though like I feel like at this point they do pretty like um what's it called? The Irishman was like kind of like the first big Right, right. We're going to make these guys young. Yeah. And the, uh it the whole movie. Some sequences are okay. Like they made them look like younger old people, then that was really good. And then they made him like yeah. really old with makeup and whatnot and other CGI elements, like when they were in the care home and whatever. Right, but when they're when like, like thirty, to be like twenty five, yeah. and he's running around, yeah. he's all like hey, running like an old man when he's like hey, beating kid. that person up. Hey is kid, and he's like, it. bro, he's eighty. <laughs> hey, hey kid, <laughs> his head is kind of floating. In yeah, the, it's uh, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think uh, look, Frank it, Reynolds does you, this on It's Always Sunny sometimes. If you can get past that. It's a good movie, yeah. The Irishman, um, bro. But, also, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what was uh, Danny DeVito in the trailer for? Was that uh, Haunted Mansion? Yes. That yes. looks funny. That looks good. Okay, maybe I'd we'll see that. maybe we'll do that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Haunted Mansion. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Anyway, um, real quick, want to talk about that first sequence one more time? Uh, just one more bit yeah. of it. I think it did. That that sequence alone felt very classic Indiana Jones in terms of aesthetic yeah, all the and vehicle pacing and action. Yeah, all the chase sequence on a train and it's you know and it's, it's him versus the Nazis and he of course he's getting captured by the Nazis and then he he gets yeah, out. Yeah, he's and like then he's, doing trickery. And yeah, stuff. yeah, all kind of stuff. He has that little charm again with his old man voice, but with the charm yeah. of of yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones or whatever. So that felt very classic. Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I really, really like that. I will say, the rest of the movie, though it does have this sort of classic adventure feel, sometimes is lacking in these key Indiana Jones moments. Um, uh. Like I was mentioning earlier, when you're doing the uh, theme song, would have liked to hear it a little bit more throughout the film. Yes, that one right there. Um, 
But at the same time, I can't really identify a sequence of action where I could have imagined yeah. hearing that theme play. It just wouldn't have worked with what's given to us on screen. And maybe that comes down yeah. to the writing of this action sequence or this moment. How are we going to frame it to make it seem very heroic and fun? And then we can play that song, you know, because you don't really want to write a scene for that song, but you want to write scenes where you can add that song in nicely. And it just doesn't feel like yeah. there are too many of those moments in throughout That's the movie where you could have played that and it felt like, oh, this is classic Indiana Jones. You know? Yeah, because, yeah, there is, like, a lot of action. Mm-hmm. It's a long movie. Things are happening the whole time. He's yep. doing stuff the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it is also kind of like, uh, yeah, you want, like, big, dramatic, soaring, you know, unless it's just the kind of the one that I'm doing, the, you know, the, the kind slow, of, like, the slow-mo one. The, the subdued one. Yeah, <laughs> They the, did the that one. at like, the very like beginning transitions. in that sequence, yeah. I think, when they, like, captured yeah. him and whatever, and they're, like, about to drive uh-huh. away. They did that slow one yeah. that you just did, uh, yeah. <laughs> like the reprise. Uh, yeah, but reprise, yeah, the yes. the the big the big uh, the big song it isn't really played except for what the end credits, uh, of course, which every Indiana Jones movie does. Um, even like you know how they do the map and you see the plane flying to different spots and the red line is tracing it. It's very minimal in this one compared to the like I was watching like I said Last Crusade and there was and score there though right there was like, there was some score but it wasn't the Indiana Jones theme nor nor was there a lot of seeing that map like throughout the movie yeah. and stuff just a couple times yeah, here that's and there true. but uh, yeah I think um, yeah I would have liked to see more of those more of those like iconic moments like in Raiders of the Lost Ark during one of the chase sequences which is a signature of all Indiana Jones movies um the uh the one where after the arc is you know they, they break out of the snake pit and the arc is stolen and they're driving down this desert and he has to like grab the truck with the arc and everything and there's a lot of moments in there where you hear the Indiana Jones theme song he's punching guys he's ramming 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 cars you know he's trying to avoid gunshots he's falling off the tr- the, yeah, you the can truck find places for it yeah so know, so yeah. in in this I one if just trying not to be like corny or something maybe maybe i i would i would think that's a miss though if they if they thought that yeah uh yeah. but yeah anyway uh yes. i i did think overall though the story was interesting enough and the, the characters were all likable starting with dr voler i think he's a classic indiana jones uh antagonist you know a person that's just yeah. creating the plans and threatening people while his henchmen do everything do all the work you know uh like a classic he indiana says jones. mean things to nice people he is very mean he is very mean um kills some people that maybe Remember? maybe not not it not a uh, deserving to be killed as well yeah um were you about to mention something yeah i was gonna say remember when in the hotel room when he very much so i know that was that was pretty mean he's like yeah just just oh you're a you're a vet well you didn't win though hitler just lost it so so you didn't win and it's like bro just and he's like where are you from originally and he's like i'm from the bronx I live near Yankee uh-huh. Stadium. He's like, no, where are your people from? He's like, I'm from here. He's <laughs> like, bro, yeah. just chill. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, quit being <laughs> such a friggin' Nazi, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Some people Ew. never change, right? Um, but it's yeah, I think... think of like, <laughs> like, there's shitty people now. And yeah. And there's like kind of whatever version of like Nazi type folks there are now. Mm-hmm. But at least part of like the argument against it, you can just, it's just like, 
why do you think this is like how people still can act or whatever? But it's like, then that was like, really like there's a lot of time after world war two where I'm sure people were running into just like old Nazis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like, like, you're, you're not wrong. We still have people like that today, which is very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, that we have to sit here and still talk about that. Um, but uh-huh. it is a reality. Of the I world. think that's maybe why that why it works to like keep doing these movies too. Though maybe sadly. it is sort of like a oh, it's such a, like a heavy weight. That's sim- we're definitely you know, more like caring about Nazis right now than we were in two thousand seven. That was off the yeah. radar in two thousand seven. I think yeah. we kind of like accepted that they were done. Then, <laughs> right. And then they decided to like make a comeback. Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> they're making a comeback yeah. in the ninth inning. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. We'll take them to extra innings. We'll go as far as we need to to eradicate them, those kind of people. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, again, a villain that is completely lost by the sight of incredible power. Uh, we see how mad he can get towards the end of the movie of, like, just, mm-hmm. we need to do this, but, you know, all that kind of stuff. So Really needy. This guy's very needy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I'd say Mads Mikkelsen, again, just plays a, a very tremendous antagonist. It, it really brings his calmness and piercing stares uh, to this role. So he's, I always think he's an excellent casting. I don't think he's disappointed me in anything. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of villain work that he's done, antagonist work. But of course, then he was also in like Rogue One, where he played, uh, you know, somewhat of a right. protagonist in that, in that movie as well. So absolutely excellent in everything that he's in. A uh, really good role here. Helena Shaw is one of the new characters. I think she's a pretty uh, neat addition. This is Phoebe Waller-Bridge, <clears throat> her character. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Mm-hmm. She's a neat addition. Did you watch Fleabag? No, but I've heard absolutely incredible things about it. I've seen some like clips here and there on, on social media. Seems to be very funny. Um, funny. I think. Yeah, really good. Yeah, she's, she brings it brings in a character who you know she she definitely tests the bounds of of loyalty <laughs> in this movie. Uh huh. Um, Throughout the film, she does appear to be in this quest for herself, uh, for the most part, yeah. uh, and what she can gain financially. But yeah, as the story progresses, she she's revealed to be, you know, into the historical significance as well um, for this for right, this adventure. Right I think, on, um, yeah. of course, being paired up with Indiana Jones, that has an effect on uh, the influence that that these historical things can can impact you a, little, a lot of bit, you know, a bit deeper than just financial gains. Um, right. But yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, very likable actor, brings her charisma, brings her charm to this role. Uh, is is the uh, the goddaughter as well of Indiana Jones, yep. which is also revealed in the trailer. I don't know. I thought it was maybe a joke in the trailer or something, but no, that's confirmed in this movie. Um, so very interesting dynamic as as Indiana Jones has seen her as a kid, and they had some time, you know, separated. Uh, but then they reunite, and and he has to kind of reset his expectations of of helena as as what he once saw her as especially now with her yeah a little bit of greed uh and a little bit of um cockiness to 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 that character but i liked it i think she was very funny and like cool and 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 just very capable person as well so I, I quite like yeah, it. I like her character. She was annoying at some parts, as and and th- what I mean is like, why are you messing up Indiana Jones's plans? Like, don't yeah, don't sell that. And uh-huh. like, ugh. But for the most part, yes, yeah, very. And that's that is supposed to be her character, so they did a good job 
at, right. <laughs> at yeah. nailing that. There's but sometimes like, you can oh. tell that she's upsetting him. Yeah. And then you're like, dude, quit it. Yeah. Like, stop. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Other than Overall, that, very yeah. good. I, very good. Troublemaker in sort of like a fun, productive mm-hmm. way. Absolutely. And then we also have a new uh, younger character, Teddy, who's played by Ethan Isidore, is a fun, fun character. Uh-huh. I think unlike other sidekick type yeah. characters in this franchise, Teddy's actually useful and smart. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, he's yeah. pretty. You can kind of <laughs> yeah. depend on him for some yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's, he's also loyal as well, so he'll go back and yeah. try and save you or do something to to distract the bad guys. And you know, uh, so I think it feels like good. generally in movies now, there's less like. I don't know, you know, characters. characters. Yeah. Like, yeah, it seems like kind of, I think, more characters. Like, like w- w- we've gotten enough of those characters that mm-hmm. as many as we can handle, like the kind of just helpless thing is like less fun now than it yeah. used to be. Like, You know what? You know. And that, that reminds me so much. And this is a, a, you know, a family movie, a kid's movie, the one that I'm about to speak of. So it makes sense to have these kind of characters and they still have them in there. But... But I remember one of the writers for Moana came to our screenwriting class and kind of uh, was answering some questions and everything. Yeah. And um, talked about how Hey Hey the Chicken uh, wasn't supposed to, it wasn't supposed to just be Hey Hey on the boat. And, and Hey Hey is a useless character for the most part, right? In, in, in Moana. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh-huh. what you're speaking of, just one of those, eh, whatever. It's like a fun animal that yeah. people will sell stuff to animals for. But Pua, the pig, which I would argue is pos- possibly more popular because it's a cuter animal and a fun yeah. fun companion for Moana, was actually supposed to be on that boat as well. But the big Disney execs, of course, they would have a say in this part because this is a Walt Disney Studios production, Moana. Um, right. They were like, nah, too many animal sidekicks. Either kill the pig or, or you know, <laughs> drop one of them. Or, and th- so they didn't kill yeah, Pua, yeah, yeah. but they just left, left Pua on the island instead. And then we got useless yeah. hey hey on the boat um which is where you get what we're kind of talking about this sort of yeah whatever character that just is around to be around to you know riff with or have some extra dialogue here and there but for the most part in this movie teddy is very useful um and yeah teddy is changing things yeah i think they they definitely take some liberties with teddy in terms of uh, his ability to fly planes uh magically but and land planes (laughs) Yeah. After flying what napkins and cups uh, yeah. <laughs> at that palace, kind of thing. Uh-huh. but it's a movie, so it's not like a oh my gosh kind of thing. It is a little bit of a when when they were leaning towards that, and try not to reveal too much here. But when they're leaning towards Teddy's looking at an airplane over there, I'm like, no, they wouldn't, would they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they do. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh. That's not. I'm not really a fan of that. That's a little yeah. too a little jump bit. jump the plane. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, some some minor Should things though. Spoilers. Uh, real real quick before we get into spoilers, one thing yeah. just generally yeah. I wanted to talk about. I think the chase scenes went on for too long in this movie, and I know like chase scenes are an iconic part of Indiana Jones, and I totally agree. But there's one the one specifically the one in Tangier that chase sequence yeah. went on for way too long and it's just everything felt very thrown together and everything's like bumbling around and it's all drawn out right. for way too long and it, and it just didn't yeah it's, didn't flow it's well it's one of those things where like it's the it's like 
to write that, what does that look like? How, how many times did they write down, then the cart is jostled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I by mean? By going like, sharply on a turn or by going down a skinny corridor, like yeah. a hallway or something. Yeah. And then, skinny corridor. How, how many times yeah. on the page does it say, then they go in a skinny corridor? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. And it's like, all right, yeah. if you're seeing that in writing 10 times, maybe cut it down to five. Hey, that's all we're saying. Yeah, so I think that one specifically yeah. just it went on for a little too long and it just felt felt drawn out. Now the first one I guess you could consider like the first scene, this first sequence is a, you know, on the train and whatnot is kind of a chase sequence as well. And that one I felt like for, the con- for you know, con- yeah, heist context for what we're what's to come that makes sense to to have it at that duration. And like I said that felt so classic Indiana Jones. I really didn't mind that at all. I thought that was very exciting. Yeah. Um, and I like that they opened with it as well. It wasn't necessarily a oh, let me let me tell you about this time. When right, I first right. laid eyes on Antikythera, and then they did a flashback. Uh-huh. I'm glad it was actually at the beginning of this movie. And then, of course, we have the sort of, and that, that's what it is for Indiana Jones as well. They they did that in like the Last Crusade, where you had River Phoenix, young Indiana Jones first, right, and then right. you kind of speed up time and whatever. And then you usually have some sort of collecting of an artifact uh, at the beginning of the movie, first sequence, and then you have him you know, with the chalkboard, doing his lecture. And we get that in this movie, too. So, yeah. again, very much uh-huh. more of a, a classic uh, transition as well where we have um, him going to grab this this thing and then uh, he wakes up in his old man recliner and, and then he goes and starts teaching his, you know, doing his lecture and whatnot. Oh, there's uh, a Beatles song in this. Yes, during the, played very loudly uh, during that, you that know, it's first funny. sequence. So, yeah. I think, like, Fox... And now I'm wondering... Is Fox is over for movies? They don't do no, movies they, anymore. They'll still do. They'll still do it. It's just owned by Disney. Oh. so it's 20th Century Studios oh. or something. Yeah, is what they calling it. It's just not called oh. Fox anymore. But yes, it's it is called still. 20th Century now. Yeah, 20th Century Studios or or maybe was it Fox 20th Century before? 20th Century Fox. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, they also I think own Dinner for Schmucks and the thing oh. with like the the music re- or. I mean, they did Dinner for Schmucks, and I think they also own Fool on a Hill. Mm, okay. The Beatles song. Because I guess when you, like, buy the rights to a song, like, that, like, company mm-hmm. has the rights to that song mm-hmm. in perpetuity now. So, like, not just for the one movie. You can that's use how it that in any, movie happened, I think. Any but so now, yeah. context for any movie or any series or... I think that's the idea. Okay. But I think... In my mind, these are both from the same company, and they got two Beatles songs now. Yeah, <laughs> but both from uh, the the Magic Mystery Tour album, okay. which is just kind of weird too, because it's kind of just like a hodgepodge kind of tossed together album. Maybe that's why they did it, because it's not as a. Uh, it's like it can yeah. be identified by Beatles fans, but not as a like it's not yeah. a Hey Jude, you know, where everyone's like, oh, right, I know that right. one. Yeah, it's not just a huge yeah. one. Oh, and I guess, sorry, I was trying to say earlier about the de-aging. I feel like in that, like, Irishman, that was such a big deal, the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And this one, it was framed as though it was going to be a big deal for the whole movie. Mm -hmm. I think now, they do a really good job at doing that for, like, flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of just, like, like, even, like, thinking of, like, Amsterdam. The the amount younger they needed to be in that movie, the amount they need to age throughout that movie is yeah. not like super drastic, but I think maybe it looks like a little bit more than just makeup. Mm-hmm. But it's very tasteful. Like I think just yeah, yeah I think that I think feels like the, a comfortable with the context of that movie and like the aesthetic of, of Amsterdam, it really it, it works really yeah. well. 
And I would say the yeah. same for this too, because again, like the first sequence is, it's a very dark, shadowy kind of sequence too. So yeah, you can kind of like, it helps you with that as well. Lit, but then without it on his face, a lot of time I was like, yeah. oh, it's just gonna be dark the whole time. <laughs> just for this, <laughs> just for this. Could you imagine the whole movie just one big shadow, just so the the uh, effects yeah. doesn't look as as poor? Uh-huh, they just got like a mask <laughs> over his face the yeah. whole time. It's like, wow, what a keep, bright, beautiful day. And you look at Indiana <laughs> Jones and he's just like a big shadow yeah. on his face. I was like, oh, because it's his hat. That's why, you know, his hat shadows right, his face. Right. So. <laughs> they just bring the contrast down way heavy on his hat. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, um, I think they did do it pretty tastefully yeah. here. They kept it at a good good length. Pretty good. Um, if not. And there's a couple of minor flashbacks here and there where they had to, it's not as young as the first sequence, but not as old as he is now. And they had that, that perfect middle ground uh, when he's had that yeah. he's having this argument with Baz, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that works really well. I think that looks that looks pretty solid. So yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, shall we get into the spoilers then? Yeah, Let's so boop, 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 boop. <laughs> so yeah, not not time travel the whole time. No, no. Um, it's not really much of a time travel because that's at one point I was like it was getting late in the movie and I was like when are they going to time haven't travel? Really, like time traveled yet? Like is this gonna keep yeah. happening the going back or mm-hmm. does it happen at all? Like because they already did the de aging in the first mm-hmm. sequence, they don't have to do that again. Like I already saw as much as I remember that. Right. Um, yeah. I no, I would have to agree. I think um, I was expecting more. I called that as soon as the title came out. I was like, this is gonna have some sort of some sort of like de-aging time travel thing. I knew it. Yeah. And we get, yeah. we get it, but maybe as not as much as I thought it was going to be. Um, like you're saying, that yeah. there's only a one fine big, amount really. And I, yes. Yeah. And I think it worked that way as well. I think it, it really, even though in the kingdom of the crystal skull, the, the main craziness didn't happen till the very end with the aliens. And it all kind of comes to like all the aliens are like swooshing in together and whatnot, like all the skeletons and whatever. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that one still just went maybe a little too far, whereas this one, though time travel and the way they do it in this is is fairly interesting. It's not like, oh, we can go to any point in time and just turn this dial and we can do this. You know, right. It, it really, yeah, it's not it, punch in the date. It's, yeah. it's read coordinates and here will be like a naturally occurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess very, the way they work with the Archimedes story and stuff. Yeah, like, it's a very specific yeah, time sure. that they, These things they go back to. Kind of yeah. align. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And I really do like though the whole fact that they, you know, they open up his his crate and they see the watch, and Indiana Jones is like, "What? The watches weren't invented, and so it works." And then of course, and then Volk yeah. comes in, and he's like, "Of course it works," and everything. But that is. To foreshadow, yes, they are going to go back. This is their destiny, right. dial destiny, to do that. And he'll get the watch because we see Archimedes pick up the watch as well from Voller's body. Um, so we, yeah. we he's going to yeah, get the watch. Yeah, it's funny too no when you see Voller put it on. I yeah. guess like I kind of like, like oh yeah, oh. he's got a watch too. Watches, <laughs> but I didn't realize it was the same watch right at first. Right, right. Just like look like a black leather strap or something. But uh, yeah. it was like oh, okay, so it, it is. And this is where we get to like, this is one of those time travel movies where it's like, well, you can't change the past or whatever, because no matter what, this is always your destiny. You're always going to do this and you're always going to, you know, go into the future or go into the past or whatever. So it's like, right, right, right. you know, as much as they want to stop him from, from doing this, it's like, well, no, it's, it's going to happen. Just let it, let it happen kind of thing. Um, yeah. Now, 
they try to stop him because he thinks he's going back to Nazi Germany and he'll hand over yeah. this power to uh, the main man in charge, Hitler, Adolf Hitler, and be right. hailed as, you know, the next hero of the war and whatever. And uh, that's still when they, they weren't quite thinking how this Antikythera worked properly. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, it was a very interesting way that they, they all, you know, got pulled into the time of Archimedes uh, when the assault is happening. Uh, yeah. And... Um, you know, I love the oh, dra- they got they have dragons, and I'm like, oh, that's great because they would think that, and not. I, I was worried that they can be like, what is this machinery and all this, and and it's like, oh, oh, we're screwing up the past kind of thing, and everything's gonna be right. everything's gonna be crazy now. Uh-huh. Um, like, I, and that reminds me of this one sequence from Star Trek Into Darkness where this indigenous tribe sees the enterprise and they weren't right, supposed to yeah. know anything about space travel or ships or whatever. And that changes the course uh-huh. of their, of their, uh, people from then on out. It's just yeah. like, Oh, I hope it's not going to have that sort of effect on, you know, the, the, the people that are living here. And it's just right. like, Oh, it's, it's, it's going to ruin it. But no, it, it made a lot of sense. I think how they, how they kind of approach that situation yeah, and everything. And then it seems to only have gone as far as on Archimedes tomb. It's the, propellers on the eagle yeah it's not like a a big thing yeah. you know it's not that too big but right. yeah when when uh helena was like there's propellers on this and it was like oh what's yeah. what's going on and i was uh-huh. thinking initially archimedes got it to work and he was able to right. cam travel forward yeah. and i think a lot of people were thinking yeah. that as well i think that's that's the i think that's where yeah the mind goes they want you to they kind of set that up for that which is a you know job well done i would say uh, I think, uh, yeah. Then only until we see, you know, he, he, him grabbing the watch and stuff and like, Oh, okay. This is always supposed to happen. And then now they'll pay homage to the, the plane with the propellers and all that kind of stuff. And that's yeah, where it yeah, gets yeah. on the tomb and everything. But yeah. What is interesting though, was the ending of this movie where Indiana Jones is like, I want to stay. I'm, I'm going to stay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. Is this is this the way it's gonna end? Because I would think that this is the final movie, but it seems like it's never gonna be the final movie, uh, especially the way the yeah. hat is, you know, grabbed at the end uh, uh-huh. before the credits roll and everything. And and you never know. We thought the fourth one was gonna be the last one, so right. It, and and Shia LaBeouf was gonna take over. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, yeah. Everyone's oh, Wait, he's the next so, Indiana Jones. I was also like, yeah. I wonder if that was could have been in his stars mm. like who knows? I, who knows? I, not now i don't think <laughs> definitely i feel like disney's not. probably pretty well, he's also dead shia LaBeouf at this point not shia labeouf but but henry <laughs> jones the third is dead so right and so that's kind of what i was um catching mm. but i was just really confused with timeline yeah because like i'm just like I, that that was 2007 that came out mm-hmm. and it seems like they're trying to do like a true to life like kind duration of movie timeline yeah. of like okay if we're gonna have you know between 1985 and 2007 we need a 20 year gap well let me it's, see i'm gonna know. look up what time period was crystal skull in as well um yeah try let's let's see if we can find a timeline because i guess my point is yeah, <clears throat> Mud, as I remember his name to be, was Mud Williams. Um, <laughs> Mud, Mud Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mud. Yeah. yeah. Okay, was, so that was um, 1957. 
is when it's set. Yeah. Um, and then this one was when the uh, astronauts are coming back. So what? That's sixty nine. So twelve years, about twelve years, <clears throat> fifty seven to sixty nine. So they've gone off a little bit. They've gone off like five years. Yeah, which sure would just but then take even the that, liberty so, in that. But would you say twelve? So then that's kind of like. But he seemed already like he was an adult, like Mutt Williams in yeah, in Crystal Skull, and then it's like oh he went off to work war because he was pissed off at me, and it's like <laughs> how how bad did things get so soon after the wedding? Yeah, like. I guess I don't know how old that character was supposed to be in that movie, mm. and then how recently I think he was he's still supposed, supposed to, to be, have gotten a divorce from Marion. I think he was still supposed to be pretty young in that one. Yeah, I know Shia LaBeouf doesn't look very young in that movie, but he I think he was and supposed I, to be. And I guess like also I'm 12 watching it, so sure. I'm seeing yeah, yeah. like a man. Yeah, yeah that's so. very true. Yeah, that's how it does um, play that mind but, on you, but. Yeah, so, so, I mean... Yeah, I was almost like, wait, did he have another kid with Marion? Oh, no, they just straight up address that he's dead. And I'm like, wow. So they're really just writing out Shia LaBeouf completely. And, you know, I'm not blaming them at all. I think I get it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't think you're going to recast either for that. Uh, They probably could, but I think just leave it as is. Um, But I remember... But anyway, yeah, it would have been like, it would have been like old, it would have been Doc in the Old West kind of thing. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah, that would have been. But I remember after Crystal Skull came out, like five years after that, there was all talks. Who's going to be the next Indiana Jones? Is it going to be Harrison Ford? And he's passing the torch down again? Or yeah, and everyone's like, oh, it's it's going to be Chris Pratt. He's confirmed. He's getting close to be. You know, and I'm like well. right. Then it just I think you know time went by. He's on Guardians. He's on Jurassic World. It's it's time for. It's over. He already was Indiana Jones yeah. in Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't have. You yeah. can't just. They, he, they already dressed him in the outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's too late. It's too late. Um, it's funny too. I guess yeah. I forgot about this idea because then, like afterward, Tony was like, "All right, you can ruin it for me. Who's the next Indiana Jones?" And I was like, "Wait, what do you mean? Like, what is that? <laughs> what is that joke that you're doing?" Uh, but you should have said something uh, really funny, like Zach Galifianakis. I or said something really funny. I said Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Because then I was pretty quick too, but then I was like, yeah. "That makes sense too," because he's kind of like Indiana Jones age. He's like, I don't know, like his, late forties. His brother or played young Indiana Jones. So. That's what I'm saying. Wow, that's that's viable. Oh, that would have been yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. That's a good one. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> some some other things I want to talk about too before we get like to the the, the final ending and and kind of jump back to that but there is this whole very weird subplot of the cia in this movie with uh-huh. dr voler and supposed to meet the president because he's like a nasa scientist which surprise surprise uh, yes yeah, so a lot saying... of Nazi former nazis became cia agents or government scientists for the u.s that's just how it is that's the truth so yeah you know well so yeah they kind of they they would ever capture him prisoner mm-hmm. of war when they take over that bridge uh you know which i thought he for was them freaking for dead no maybe not he dead but he so was dead at like, least like decapitated and i was like no but he has to be in the movie more and i was like oh are they gonna time travel back 
to this time yeah, where he, he's still alive. It's a speeding and, train, and he just gets stopped in his tracks. He by gets a clocked, pole, bro. bro. Like, he gets absolutely clocked. Yeah. So that was another You'd one where I'm dead. like, I guess it's like it's also like a kids movie, so it's kind of like. I guess you bounce back know. from things quicker in kids' movies, <laughs> typically. Yeah, instantly. But, but and yeah. I thought at least he was gonna have some sort of like facial scar or something, but he didn't. Yeah, some weird thing. Yeah, yeah. like an eye, like his eye is like bloodshot or has a slash through it or something. Nothing. Yeah, he just looks he, older. He's missing an arm or something. Yeah. Nope. He's just a little bit older. And I was like, oh, because they did this He's whole... a little bit older. There's yeah. this whole effect of him, like, like the music is kind of swelling when, you, when he turns to the camera. Not, like, looking at the camera, yeah. but he turns in the camera's view, and it's like, whoa, oh. Okay, well, we know it's no, him. No, the same thing. But yeah. it's also, it's not like he's different. He's just a little bit older. Okay. Yeah. Like, I knew it was him. That, that, could, yeah. that shouldn't have been the reveal. The fact that it was uh-huh. him again. But... Yeah, so anyway, he gets clocked. I thought he was he was at least done for or something. Me too. Um but yeah, there is this whole se- this whole extra thing about the CIA and there's the the agent and she's like, "Your boys messed up our our rendezvous or whatever." And I was like, "Okay, where yeah. is this going though? There's obviously some sort of CIA conspiracy with with getting this dial as well and getting the notes from from Helena Shaw's father and Indiana Jones and all this stuff yeah. and it's like what what exactly was that leading to? Because it really is nothing. Like, there's a couple of moments with with the CIA agent and and Voller, and then it's just, and then they kill her. Yeah, it's not even really like he's. It's not necessary. Him much. They give him one henchman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the big they, dude. Like. Yeah. Well, well, he sounds European already. I mean, that is they true. They give him yeah. one American man. Oh. And then, yeah. like otherwise, like to to look at his crew and then think. Could this work without mm-hmm. the storyline of he's a NASA scientist? And, yeah, or and all that. just he could be a NASA scientist, but he's still after the Antikythera. You know, like he doesn't have to be yeah. involved in this CIA mess. I think unless they were going to reveal something bigger with the president and and the whole U.S. government conspiracy of trying to get this weapon and and you know use its powers and whatever, then really there's there's no real 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 point. Uh, in in doing so, right. I think maybe they're trying to say like, oh, the U.S. is is you know on the same level as as, as all these other empires that that want absolute power. Uh, so I guess right. there's a little bit of commentary there, which yeah, sure, I totally get that. But um, they really just don't do much with it, and I don't envision yeah. a sequel in the next couple of years where that it becomes a bigger storyline. So it just didn't make a lot of sense for that. That's yeah, and the... they killed all the characters too, yeah, right? Yeah, so. yeah, that is true as well. Um, but yeah, then getting Did back. Did they kill the skinnier guy? Uh, I mean the guy with the mustache and the, the the flat like the top gun hair guy. Yeah, he's shooting. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought back to the ending here, just to kind of wrap up some spoiler thoughts. Though I think I was like, oh my god, he's gonna stay, and is like, is this okay? Do I do I like this? Maybe I do. Like, because yeah. this isn't like we're not seeing him die. And, right. and he seems happy in this moment, you know, as well. I also yeah. I also do like that we're finally to a stage where we're doing these sort of relics that are not uh-huh. religion-based, like in all yeah. the other Indiana Jones movies, except for yeah, maybe yeah, Crystal yeah. Skull. It's just like, yeah. the Ark is a, is a radio connector to, to have a conversation with God, and the Holy Grail is, is you know, the, the last yeah. covenant and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, 
All right, all right. Now we're doing one that's just a little well, bit more. Well, because that was very like accessible lore in the 80s. Very and true. now it's kind of yeah. like, it's not as prominent mm-hmm. within, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's kind of like, yeah, there's so many times I've watched movies with like a Catholic person. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> And they're like, oh, man, this is, like, so smart and cool, this part. And I'm like, yeah. what is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, sure, and yeah. just movies I've seen 10 years ago and, like, always thought I got. And then it's just, yeah, I never really, I guess mm. I never really had too much. <laughs> that part kind of flew over my And then it's like, oh, because it's like a, you know, yeah, I don't know. No, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's a Bible okay, thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I was like, okay, this is him staying. This is going to happen. But then... Helena yeah, yeah. keeps kind of arguing with, with him and everything. And I'm like, oh, she's like, no, take this. He needs to build his own. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it was stressing me out when she was built, when she was yelling at Archimedes. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, he can't, he doesn't know English, but she's like yelling at it. Yeah. You know how you yell loudly at somebody because you think that's going to help them understand yeah. you more? It's stupid. Uh huh. But I was like, okay, where is this going? And then, boom, she clocks him uh indiana jones and i thought they that do was a lot of that it was good comedic timing where it was like boom that's yeah. it and like oh she did it you know um uh-huh. but i was also like wait was he at peace here i couldn't i didn't really uh i couldn't really tell if he if he was uh but she decides yeah. for him um, well also i think yeah. part of it for him too was like well, his son's gone. He yeah, seems pretty true. broken up about that. Mm-hmm. Marion's out gone. of his life. He seems pretty yeah. broken up about that and unwilling to reach out in any way. I think he does say something like, like "What is what's left for me? Like this is it?" Kind of a thing. Anyway, so yeah, and then she kind of gives him like a. And I also think in that moment, I think he's. She also means her. Like uh, yes, yes. What's her name? Who M- Helena? Helena. Yeah. 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 yeah Helena. You got me. Yeah, because yeah, she's. <laughs> That's his goddaughter, mm-hmm. and he's not been there for her when he was assigned that task. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, you know, they obviously are, you know, similar-minded. They get along. That's, like, his best friend's kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, even though she's, like, an adult woman, it's like, yeah. well, she doesn't have her dad anymore. So I think she is kind True. of like, hey, like, we have a similar relationship, and like you're missing similar your son things. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, so, absolutely. But without her, without that, like when she's just being an asshole to him the whole movie, mm-hmm. like then he's like, I have nothing. Yeah, yeah, of course. I then can he's like, stay I here yeah. and I'll just die here and that's fine. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to miss me. I'm tired anyway. Yeah. All my teacher friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, they my all kid got shot. <laughs> Oh like, man, that was brutal. <clears throat> so then when he does get, when it does reveal that they're back, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, I guess like that would have not been cool like mm-hmm. history wise or whatever, but like, yeah. I'm not excited for this ending, but I guess it's I nice when you see everybody. I thought of. right after the punch, everything went very fast. It closed very quickly. And I was like, I don't yeah. think, I feel like they're missing something here. And because of runtime, they had to cut it. Yeah. Whereas if, you know, they take five minutes out of the Tangier chase, they can insert, uh-huh. you know, insert something here. I think maybe Another some conversation, some additional dialogue, yeah, between some of the main characters or or Marion because Marion does then show up at this point uh, as well. So they sort of reconcile um, over over some things, and I think they have a they have a lot to work through for sure. Um, but it's nice to see her back yeah. um, with Indy. So yeah, cool. yeah, it did it did feel kind of fast that they, they wrapped things up. I was like, oh wait, they're doing the little like periscope uh, closeout thing. This is it. What what? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. It is yeah. it. That's it. Um, 
so that was kind of a interesting way to end it. I think overall the theme of the ending was nice, but the way that they did it and the the pacing was is a little bit quick. Um, there's one it's last just kind thing. of you 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 were still on your way down. Yeah, from exactly. The from the whole like, well, we were just at Archimedes, and it was like he yeah, was gonna yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's over. Um, it's funny, yeah. it is kind of like, it's the kind of thing where if you look at like the timeline mm-hmm. as it's wrapping up with Archimedes, you're like, there's no way they're going to finish this in three minutes. Yeah, this, exactly. Right? It's just like, what? <laughs> like, they're they're in a different yeah. time right now. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are they going to do this? Yeah. Now, I feel like for me, it was a comfortable pace at the ending, but it definitely was so much faster mm-hmm. than the pacing of the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think just they wanted to like, all right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, here we go. One thing I wanted to to mention though before we close out, and this is sort of a uh, a topic that I've been noodling with for a bit, but it is, I think the reason why w- these newer movies that are you know requels to original series and whatnot just feels different is because of the way things are shot nowadays. And I felt the exact yeah. same way with the Star Wars prequels and sequels, uh, and even the sequels to the prequels, uh, and then the prequels yeah. equals to the originals and then also in uh the star trek movies and of course in indiana jones and all these other ones that we're getting yeah. here it's the way that way things di- are shot now feel. yes different yeah. feel and i think camera movement everything is more dynamic i was watching like i said last crusade and in, in raiders of the lost ark and everything is it's not necessarily static but there's not as much dynamic crazy movement or yeah. shine to certain things that that there are in these newer movies where it is going to feel rigs, different. Less rigs, less like cranes, less rigs. Things, it feels less like harsh kinda... as well. Yeah. Where I think we yeah. get that sort of brutal roughness in these original movies, the sort of like greediness to them, not in tone but more in style and aesthetic. Um Yeah. And we just don't see that very much in these newer movies. Not to say that these ones are bad, but I think that's why a lot of people get this sense of, oh, it just doesn't feel like the original. So it just feels a little bit out of left field and whatnot. And I think that really, again, comes down to the way that we're treating our media. And it's not necessarily a bad thing that we have cool camera movement and the the way that conversations and shot reverse shots look differently compared to the originals. But like I was watching one scene uh, earlier today of Raiders of the Lost Ark where it's Indiana Jones's face is in the foreground. The guy he's talking to is in the background. It's right. all one shot. There, and it's not cutting back and forth yeah. between each other. Very static in that there way. There are some really, really incredible compositions in, in those movies. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. One and of them is not a, a really good example in this. There. It's, and I also was thinking about like visuals and how it looked and stuff. And I was like, oh, it feels pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not like too put off by this it definitely doesn't look flashy or anything wonky or color palette is like the color palette is really nice Mm -hmm. the whole time it's you know i'd say maybe uh, just the eels job with like production design eels look a little yeah cartoony but but hey you know what are you gonna do it's yeah you can't do real ones so uh yeah yeah i love though that it was like um they're like they're like snakes in the water no no they're not Uh, you're like, yeah. bro accept it you can't get away from the snakes uh-huh. <laughs> it's they're That's basically so funny, yeah dude. yeah yeah uh but but anyway yeah that was just a thought i wanted to put out there because i think there's a lot of uh yeah. conversations and again it's not necessarily a negative yeah, thing think... against the movie it's just identifying what is different from that's a these good original yeah, these original ones that we, that we love so much but yeah things are just going to feel a little bit differently as the industry evolves as technology evolves as well will we you know the, these series that we love things are going to look a little bit differently um, and just just something to accept if you like watching these right. more and more. But anyway, I think we'll leave it right there. 
Um, overall, yeah, I did I did enjoy this movie. It was a fun adventure movie. Indiana Jones back uh, for for this one. Who knows if we'll get another one? So so definitely check it out. I'm sure it'll be on Disney Plus we'll at see. some point as well in the next few months. But you know. Have a good time. I think it is a good time uh, at, at, at the movies if you're going to go see it at the theater, which is what I did. So, yeah. Uh, uh, final score for this one, Eric, what would you say out of 10? Would you rate this one? Uh, eight and a half because I was confused sometimes. <laughs> I will have to agree with the confused parts. I think there are moments where you're like, <laughs> wait, Helena is working for who? Wait, herself? No, wait, for Voler? No, she is helping Indiana Jones. Yeah. I don't quite get it. CIA? It's the 80s now? Or what? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. No, no it's 69. 69. Yeah. It's 69. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I understand. Yeah. A little bit of confusion as well. But uh, I would probably go like seven and a half eight probably eight it was a fun time yeah. i really enjoyed uh well, having i was having not Indiana disappointed Jones back. absolutely not was i wasn't not disappointed. i wasn't like oh man i wish they didn't mm-hmm. do that like i had fun mm-hmm. yeah this is probably on par i don't really care for temple of dune all that much in terms of the original trilogy i think the the first one and the last one are the, the best movies out yeah. there uh for indiana jones i think the fourth one is pieces but um this is probably on par with like a Temple of Doom, sort of like I feel like it's it's good, it's strong. There's some things I maybe not like as much as Raiders of the Lost Ark or the Lost Crusade, but it's not as bad as like yeah. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So yeah, a little less magic, but yeah, yeah, still still magical. A little less so magic, good. but still magical. Yeah, nice. Alrighty, uh, well that's gonna do it for our review of uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed this review, and if you wanna uh, hear more from us, we do have a uh, you know a weekly schedule. Basically, we're coming out every Friday, all podcast platforms. I believe uh, next week we'll be doing one of our first horror movies of the year. Insidious uh, is coming out, the new Insidious movie. So look forward Somehow, to yeah, that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's already we're already getting to the spooky season, which is very exciting Woo! here. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry, yeah, didn't mean to scare yeah. you there. Yeah. <laughs> so look forward to that next week that'll be a lot of fun to do um but yeah like i said if you want to uh you know listen to more episodes we have an entire backlog of what over what three or four years now uh what we're doing it's been a minute bro yeah for these uh for for this show but um of course every week we're coming out with, with new content as well so look forward to that uh, look forward to content on our YouTube channel as well, NLT Movie Pod on YouTube.com, where we got some videos about some filming techniques and tricks and everything. Uh, if you want to learn more about film, that's where you can go. Um, we also have an email where you can email in uh, thoughts, questions, concerns, suggestions, anything. That is NILTMoviePod at gmail.com. Send us your mail there. We'll be able to read it and uh, see what we can do for you in terms of maybe you want to suggest an episode and maybe we'll do it. We'll slot that in uh, during do. our calendar this year. Yeah, definitely exciting whenever you get mail like that. Um <clears throat> Eric does have a second podcast that he does. That one comes out on this Tuesdays. Is very true. That one's about music. Uh, so if you guys uh, are not listening to certain music podcasts, continue to do so. But do it on Tuesdays instead of nobody's listening to this music podcast. Andrew and Eric over there. Mm. And we're on Fridays. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much again. And we'll all talk to you in the next episode. Later. Later.